0: Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Hello, welcome to Those Two Jerks. This is episode 117. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me as always... No matter how many times you people complain, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick.
1: Well, see, first of all, nobody complains about me, and uh, second of all, if you think I'm just gonna let you go with screwing up the word many, that's just not gonna happen. Did I say that? What did I say? You said like how money times, which did is kind of racist, Tom, especially as Wait, a Jew. what? Not lie to you.
0: <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> I am on day two of what could only be considered. A mild hangover at this point. <laughs> you
1: are so Italian. No,
0: I'm old, is what it is. Oh, okay. I had well. three. I had three beers. I had three <laughs> beers, and I'm hung over for two days. Okay. I'd, love
1: to, I'd love to give you endless shit, but um, a couple of weeks well, last week actually, when things were looking kind of grim and all that, my wife and I decided to have sort of a, a party of two at our house, kind of, you know. Uh huh. And uh, so we went out, and we got some drinks, and uh, I made some uh, I, tell you, I made some bonsais, which is yes. plum wine and, uh, and sake. I had two of them. That's That's it. the story. To, that's the whole story. That, <laughs> you were I, done I, after that? I, that's I, was, it? I, was, I was completely roasted. The game <laughs> was over.
0: <laughs> oh, so uh, as we're recording this, it is the morning of Saturday, October 7th. Uh, college football games have yet to begin for the day that'll give you kind of an idea of where we're at in terms of this little this snapshot in time
1: oh wow Tom yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm right there. I feel like I'm with you uh, I feel like I'm on the show with you.
0: I feel like I might throw up. I don't know well, this is awful i i I was all right I was traveling for business all week. I'm in Indianapolis, which is man you are like an Tommy exciting city you ain't, you ain't got no job i have I have a, a temp job basically <laughs> <laughs> these people paid me to go to indianapolis i don't know it wasn't the whole everything to do in indianapolis is in like a, a square two square miles That's about it. <laughs> the rest of it and evidently it's a fairly recent build out of of the city's infrastructure like when they had the super bowl a few years back they decided <laughs> to like it's build like
1: brazil Like, 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 like Rio just built all this
0: shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a nice city and everything is sort of, there's like a lot of it is connected by, uh, closed in elevated walkways, which when you have really harsh winters, I guess is a new thing. Mm. Um, when I went out Thursday night was my last night in town. I went out to, uh, what ostensibly became watch both of my teams lose, uh, the Bucks and the Yankees. And I had, I had. Two beers and it was getting late. And they're like, "You want another one?" I was like, "Yeah, the Bucks are about to choke this one off." Fine. So I had another one, and I was like, "I was okay." And then when I stepped off the stool, I was like, "Oh, probably shouldn't have had that last one." So
1: there's a a high chair joke in here too, but please.
0: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So I staggered back to my hotel. And I don't remember much after that except the alarm going off at 5 a.m. so I could get up and catch my plane.
1: But, Tom, that would be Thursday into Friday. Yeah, it is Saturday
0: Saturday morning. I still have a headache. (laughs) I still have a headache. It went away for the span of two hours yesterday, which was probably the two hours of the five-hour game where the Yankees looked like they might beat the Indians. And then it's just just back with just a rage this morning.
1: Well, good. I'm glad that you're suffering. As you can tell, <laughs> wow, wow, Yeah, no, no, it's fine. As you can tell, uh, my voice does not sound nearly as horrible as it has been for the last couple of weeks. So I'm kind of hopeful that I actually am over my bronchial heddle, asshole infection, whatever's going on there, and uh, and maybe I can get back to uh, eating and drinking normally and pooing in a regular consistency. As opposed to the lukewarm brown-orange things that keep ripping out oh. of me like so much sewer runoff. Thank it's you, antibiotics.
0: It's the worst when
1: that happens.
0: Make sure you take some probiotics after your antibiotics are over, though, because otherwise you will not be
1: regular. Oh, I know. Jamie Lee Curtis is walking me through this yeah. as we speak. <laughs>
0: Activia! My uh.
1: butt hurts, Tom yeah i don't blame you i don't like it i'm not a fan
0: the last time I, you told me that was during fraternity rush so.
1: that it did not happen
0: all right that yeah, that is a yeah. horrible
1: horrible horrible misnomer it didn't uh-huh. hurt tom okay <laughs> jesus
0: okay i guess i guess that's fair i don't know
1: <laughs> bastards always assuming that it wasn't delicate Oh, oh, I bet they were it, all bet very gentle.
0: They were all very gentle with you.
1: Everyone was loving and showing me the amount of respect and decency that you would suspect would be going on. They oh, took you right? out to
0: dinner afterwards.
1: Yeah, they let me know that I was part of the group now and that I didn't have to do that anymore unless I wanted to. It was They'd fine. Give you cab fare home. Yeah, yeah. They put money on the on the drawer and and mm. everything was okay. Great. It was all it was all good.
0: Lift out a pop tart for you. Nah, no, no pop tarts. I'm um, gluten free. Oh, well, you weren't then. You don't know. I know. You know anything about me. I once saw you take almost an entire buffalo chicken sandwich off of a teammate's plate and shove it in your mouth at once.
1: That guy deserved it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he, should, he shouldn't have sucked like, that day. I was
0: like apparently, we, like, like, apparently we live in Animal House now, and that is Bluto. Thank you.
1: I'm here to help.
0: <laughs> he was waiting <laughs> for the box from the server so he could take it home. He just walked up and just,
1: (laughs) I had to establish dominance. (laughs) I
0: suppose.
1: (laughs) I couldn't have the team thinking that they were somehow better than me in any form or Ah,
0: way. The intramural sports equivalent of punching a guy out on the first day in jail.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not like I was going to impress anyone with my athletic ability. Yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, I believe I believe we have achieved proper banter for this week.
0: <laughs> you
1: literally ate that guy's lunch. <laughs> it was more like his leftovers, but yeah. Well, it would
0: have been his lunch. It was going to be his lunch the next day, I imagine.
1: Well, what college student really needs, you know, to get their food
0: back? <laughs> yeah, no,
1: no. Oh, no one should be my friend ever. <laughs>
0: The ledger is still fairly in the red, I think, for both of us here, <laughs> cosmically speaking.
1: Kind of why Chris is always avoiding us now. Maybe he I... figured it out finally.
0: Oh, no. That's the whole thing. So, yeah, Chris has the week off in case you didn't notice. Um, but we're going to get right to it now. and
1: uh, Substantially we'll... less cursing in the first five minutes. That's how you know.
0: Yeah, anyway, yeah. Don't worry. Please. I'll make up for that later. I promise. <laughs> um. So we're going to start off in sports, and we're going to start with basketball, which we don't usually do. But they still play that? They do. They do actually still play it. Um, And apparently they're looking at playing it in more places now. Um, We had uh, Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, at a news conference because the season is uh, about to begin. And uh, he talked about a a lot of different things, issues facing the the sport and the league. Uh, including some changes to the lottery system, potentially changes to the age limit of players when they're allowed to be drafted.
1: Oh, we're back on that again. I forgot. Of I course forgot that we was are. Of course I we are because we the
0: need thing. the NCAA needs the illusion that college athletics are about education and not money, 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 money. anyway, <laughs> Oh, thank you no thank you uh, I, I was uh, hoping right. you i was hoping you'd pick that up thank you oh yeah no
1: i thought we were doing a thing so and well we were we were
0: okay um anyway uh so the two things that stuck out to us uh first he he's adam silver's talking about potentially expanding to mexico city in the coming years he's saying you know mexico city is <laughs> a huge city and there's a lot of but tom how do we get there
1: with the big wall
0: oh god well, most of the NBA players are tall, so I guess they could throw each other over it. <laughs> I don't know. It. <laughs> it's just.
1: Step right over. Exactly. Oh, well, this wasn't that bad. No, it's fine. It's all good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, Muggsy. You have to stay here.
1: Oh, Muggsy. Nobody remembers Muggsy Bogues. I do. Muggsy Bogues doesn't even remember Muggsy. I, do. Bugs.
0: I remember all the really short professional athletes
1: no idea why that would be the case i didn't even open the door for that one it just you just walked in needs, anyway the
0: world needs heroes
1: <laughs> not all heroes wear capes Damn some right. of them wear high tops
0: some of them some of them some of them wear buffalo bills uniforms <laughs> looney anyway so um, we're going to mexico tom is that what I that's heard? that's what he says i don't know I, I mean he's saying you know they've had so much success in canada Oh, with the raptors yeah, he's, he conveniently left out the fact that the Vancouver Grizzlies couldn't survive.
1: What are you talking about? They're a great team in the West in Memphis.
0: Exactly, exactly. They barely made it. What six years in Vancouver? Um, I mean,
1: I mm, you know maybe you just don't pick a team that nobody really wanted basketball in Vancouver. So I I don't know why you put basketball in vancouver it just
0: i mean there's isn't gonna I mean, the, there is the cba like they i mean there is basketball in canada it's not like it doesn't exist there
1: well sure and there's the israeli basketball league too but you don't hear you know too many guys coming over do you
0: yeah, there are some but no you're right um i and and to say that they've had success with the raptors in toronto i mean they they survived like they still exist i guess that's success I mean, The team's never really won anything.
1: Well, it's sort of like one of those things where have you heard of some success? Yeah, there's been some success. Yeah, that's that's it. That that's the joke. Oh god. Oh whatever, because you're batting a thousand.
0: I didn't say that. No, I I'm sighing more about the NBA and and eh, well, they're saying right. they're not looking at expansion immediately, but five ten years down the road maybe. You know, they play a lot of preseason games in Mexico City. They think it could be the franchise for Latin America. I didn't know there was such a thirst for uh, NBA basketball Latin America, but okay.
1: Well, I know that, you know, um, uh, the there is a big basketball culture in the Hispanic world. I know that that's not hard to believe, but I don't think that that's a number one. Like, if we, they were going to expand worldly... They should go to Europe. That's the only real answer.
0: I mean, there are already I, viable professional leagues in Europe, though.
1: Correct. Very good ones. Some would say ones that even rival uh, the NBA, and I, I actually would agree with that. I've seen a lot of those, a lot of those guys get their tune-up before coming to the NBA, and some guys go over there and get better. Um, yeah. Or they just make money. Yeah, just stay there like smart people. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so it's not out of the realm, as far as I'm concerned, um for a team to move over there. also, i I, I mean, where do you expand in Mexico? Do you continue to go south into you know further south into southern uh, and Central America? I don't necessarily think so. I, I, I think Europe is the next logical market for our big time American sports franchises. And you know we're we're gradually moving forward to the London Knights winning the twenty forty eight World Series, and that's what matters. That's (laughs) London Kings, the Kings. Kings. Oh, I I figured they'd change it a little bit to not be so obvious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, perhaps because Motorola changed their phone to look nothing like the Communicator from Star Trek.
1: Can't spell Knight without King, anyway, so that's fine.
0: That's actually a fair assessment. And let it be known, we made it about uh, 10 minutes into the show with the first Star Trek reference.
1: That was unintentional. It just sort of worked its way. But, I, I, okay. All
0: hold right. On, so all right. So, Mexico City, I get it's fairly yeah. – it's it's reasonable in terms of travel. It's a, is it a major city? Yes. Um, okay. I get it in a sense. Do we really need more than 30 teams in the NBA? I mean, at this point, as you <sighs> mentioned earlier – or before the show started you mentioned it's it's basically the warriors the cavs a couple of other teams and then 50 feet of crap after that
1: <laughs> i mean you could probably make a uh, you know a claim as of right now that it it's looking pretty good that the um uh which we we'll call it, the i can't thunder? Them, the, no i was going to say the rockets oh, but, yeah. the, but the thunder too that yeah. there's two other teams in the west that are probably going to you know, make a run at uh, yeah. Golden State before losing to them. But uh, most sports, friend, uh, our major Big Four. Okay, let's look at the Big Four real quick. Mm-hmm. I know we're not supposed to focus on this, but looking at the Big Four, you've got uh, the, so in football, um, you've got basically the Patriots, um, and uh, they're a perennial Super Bowl team, and then. I guess everybody else. Yeah, because the NFC
0: has basically a different team every year. I mean, there's three or four that are generally near the top, like Seattle and uh, Green Bay. Yeah, Um, Green Bay, there's a good one. Yeah, Generally near the top of the NFC. Uh, And then it's sort of a revolving door. Sometimes it's the Cowboys. Sometimes it's the Giants or the Falcons or the Panthers.
1: But usually it's it's the Patriots. Right, generally, yeah. And if you look at baseball in the last couple of years, this hasn't been the case for, you know, ever, but definitely in the last couple of years. Yeah, the last
0: probably seven years or so, it's the Giants, the Dodgers.
1: And and the uh, Cubs and and, and then the the Indians. Yeah, and and the Red Sox. Yeah, and the Red Sox, absolutely, absolutely. Um, All that said, I mean, how many more of these teams do we really need, want, or have to have? Like, do you, are you, you know, really eager to watch another mediocre basketball franchise? I have one of those about three and a half miles from my house. It's not that exciting. I have to tell you. Yeah. Um, I love the magic, but they are without question, one of the most uninteresting teams in the world. And that has everything to do with the fact that they ain't winning no games. That just, that ain't happening. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they've they've. It's been five years since they made the playoffs in a league where literally half the league makes the playoffs.
1: And 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 then on uh, on top of half the league making the playoffs, as we just mentioned, who cares? Right, right.
0: You don't. So, it doesn't matter in the NBA if you make the playoffs. You have to make a run. Like yeah. really, the only teams that anybody remembers are the last four teams standing. That's it.
1: Yeah, I could make that. I, I could. And really. I, I,
0: even beyond that, it's probably just the last
1: two, and that's sort of one of the things that we don't you don't get anymore because they expanded um how the postseason is done. But that used to be, for all intents and purposes, how baseball was done too. Yeah, it, 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 you know, you just cared about the last four teams, and then you worried about that going forward. But nah, screw it. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's um, you know, I, hockey. Hockey. There's an argument to be made that there's much more parity in hockey. Um, sure but I mean, it's also the least popular of the four.
1: And it also is, is a sport in which, you know, 45-year-old men can sign one-year contracts. And oh, I reasonable. forgot about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yarmir Yager and his intense pursuit of Gordie Howe's record for played games.
1: 45 years, good for him, you know?
0: Yes, I, I mean, I, Calgary, I guess, had the money laying around. I don't know.
1: Well, Calgary wanted, Calgary wanted a, you know, a, something to hang from their banner. Yeah, um, I
0: guess they needed a draw and you know, when you get to a certain age, you play wherever they'll pay you.
1: Yeah, uh, listen, uh, Rick Flair just got out of the hospital and now he's uh he's doing interviews with God every goddamn company on the face of the earth because maybe he wants a paycheck. I'm I'm not certain that Yamir Yager has a heart condition, but he's 45 years old and playing hockey. There's something wrong with him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not about the money at this point, and it's a legacy he's already kind of sewn up. Like the guy's going to the Hall of Fame. I don't understand what this like this pursuit of the record is. About.
1: Um, giving us some reason to talk hockey on those two jerks. That's the okay. Lore.
0: I mean, I'll take that if he if he listens to the show, and that's
1: that's how. Uh, he I can his assure career. you, he he has an opportunity. <laughs> he definitely has
0: an opportunity.
1: He can definitely people, afford to listen. More people. We'll have a chance to listen to those two
0: jokes yeah. than ever before. Tom. That's right. That's right. We could be global.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> so what uh, else we got? All right. So all right. So in addition to this potential expansion down the line of the NBA, which most, I don't think they need, uh, they're also talking about the length of the season, which is oh my this God. is interesting to me. Uh, oh, because my we God. always talk about how interminably long the 82 game NBA season is and how much it doesn't matter. And um, this is the first commissioner in a sport to actually be looking at uh, possibly shortening it. Um, He basically says, you know, there's nothing magical about 82. We've been doing it that way for 50 years. But as we learn more about uh, the effect that the season has on the human body and the wear and tear of travel and even the competitive landscape, he's like, of course, we'll look at the regular season. And maybe if we look at it, it may create more opportunities for international franchises. So we circle right back to the potential expansion. But, I mean, at least he's real. I mean, Adam Silver, since he's become NBA commissioner, has been the most progressive of the commissioners of the big four leagues. He was he came out in support of, um, oh, forgive me because I forget his name now, the first the first openly gay NBA player. Well, uh, several years yeah. ago, um, he's I know, I know you're talking referenced, about. you know, he's, he's, I wouldn't say legitimized, but he's at least acknowledged the existence of gambling uh, and, and the potential that, you know, eventually the sports leagues may, you know, allow for gambling um, and that it already exists. He at least acknowledges that fact. And, you know, right. now he's saying. You know he's looking at the, the break, changing the regular season, and possibly less, fewer games, fewer well, games instead of the NFL. Like we may add two games
1: because we need he's that. He's reading, he's reading, he's reading the room better than than Raji Goodell. But also, oh yeah, <clears throat> you have you and I have been doing this show for a while now. Yeah, um, eight, three and, years. Yeah, and even before then, we had a couple other um, small, you know, sports related podcasts and radio casts. And we've been saying for as long as we've known each other that when does the NBA season actually start, Tom? March. Okay, when does it realistically start? March is when people care.
0: (laughs) Eh, May, when the playoffs start.
1: You're not wrong there. But for most people, the first game of the year is literally Christmas Day.
0: Okay, all right, yeah, I'll give you that most people like the first two months of the year, they don't give a grip about the end. two and a half'cause it's I, like Christmas includes, day is yeah. like there's one week left in the football season, college football is on hiatus, and uh baseball's over, so people can actually you know think about basketball
1: also basketball is a hell of a good sport to watch while you're at home. It works great on t v um, it's very quick and very easy to follow if you watch it at your on your couch, and usually during winter time you don't want to be outside as much. So all of these things they're all valley, you know, all good things, and that's why for most people the NBA season begins on the first uh, day of winter here in Florida, uh, uh, Christmas Day, where it gets down to seventy seven.
2: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> so they always should have been shortening the season. This should have always been. The case. And the reason why, by the way, they want to extend the uh, regular season of football is because there's only 16 games. You know, part of the reason why football is so devoured as our, our culture is it's so few and far between that we get to actually watch the sport. Look at baseball. You can miss 50 games in baseball and still go to the playoffs, you could lose 50 games. Yeah, if you only fine.
0: lose 50 games in Major League Baseball, that's, like, one of the best seasons ever.
1: Right. Exactly. Thank you. I was I was mm-hmm. leading you down that path. Thank you. One of the best seasons of all time was the Mariners when they won, like, 112. They won right?
0: 116. So 116.
1: 116 and 46. They <laughs> lost 46 that. games. <laughs> Think about that. That is a horrible number like could you imagine somebody going 182 and 0 or whatever it is
0: 162 and 0 no it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> of course it's impossible it's
1: impossible it's, imp- it's impossible to go 82 and 0 it's impossible to go 30 and oh. Like, well okay maybe 30 and know because some teams have actually done that yeah i mean let i mean look
0: at the and look at the warriors going 73 and 9 so i mean <laughs> yeah, i would well. even say 82 and 0 is not out of the realm of possibility
1: Well, I mean, if you're the New York super team, it is every possibility. But (laughs) Baseball needs to shorten its season. It never will. It never will. No, but basketball, basketball should look at baseball, realize how wrong baseball is and go, "Hmm, maybe we're maybe we're really pushing the limit of what our players are capable of. And maybe we should be the progressive league. I mean, obviously, basketball is watched by a more progressive People, um, there's a lot more, you know, youth in basketball. We'll go with that, especially compared to baseball, where the median age in baseball is 48, uh, <laughs> as opposed to basketball, where the median age is probably 27 to 32. I would suspect. Does yeah, that sound right? Fan,
0: I, well I mean, I wouldn't go with those exact numbers like that, but yeah, I would say that the fan base of the NBA is younger, by and large, younger than baseball for sure.
1: And it might. And I know this is kind of ish it might even be younger than football but perhaps it's in the same wheelhouse yeah
0: i would probably close
1: i would say they're close um but if if if, gun to your head would you say the audience for basketball is younger than the audience for football
0: just like my gut feeling
1: yes yeah so maybe basketball knows what it's up to and they recognize that mm, you know 82 games who really needs them and if, if your superstars are sitting for 20 of those games, they're kind of giving you the heads up that, you know what, we, we would play 60.
0: I mean, I'd say 60 is reasonable. I mean, you have to look at it like this, too, in terms of length of time. Even, okay, 82 games, fine. But the NBA season goes from October through June. There are only, and the preseason is in, you know, late September, beginning of October. So, really, you've only got three months out of the entire year with no, no basketball. Hockey, same thing. Whereas baseball may have more games, almost double, but they're only on from February through November. Like, nine, well, nine months. Okay. You want to yeah, look but, at it from training it, camp to World Series.
1: Yeah, but also... Baseball, it is not unrealistic for you to go to a Yankees game or a Marlins game or whatever, and all of the big stars are sitting. Like you go to there and you're like, oh, okay, well it's just one of their off days. Like that's built into a baseball player's lifestyle. He like, oh, he's just not he's not playing today. Why not? I
0: mean, well, because they play season. every damn day. It's like yeah, you well, taking that's... the day off of work.
1: Uh, well, right, right but I don't, but I don't have three months off, you know, and, yeah. and the first two months of my work year, I don't get to just chill and just, you know, maybe do a couple of hours and then call it a, you know, shut it down. So I'm okay with them shortening the season. And in fact, I, I think it's a really smart idea. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen because nobody really likes change, but perhaps we should. And speaking of not liking change ever, um, we mentioned this in brief. I guess the playoffs are happening for the baseballs, Tom. Yes, they started this week, actually. And 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 as as we we alluded to, full of new names and different persons this year, right?
0: Um, uh, a couple,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: couple. We have we have the uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They're in the playoffs. They won hey, that wild Randy card Jackson's game. Back. That's
1: good. That's cool. They
0: won that wild card game against the Colorado Rockies, who haven't oh my won the God. playoffs in a few years. I know it was like partying like it's nineteen ninety nine. But you know Zach Greinke pitches for the Diamondbacks, and he's been in the playoffs a lot.
2: <laughs>
0: um, in the on the American League side, you have uh, you had the Yankees and the Twins in the one the one game wild card game. Uh, the Yankees won. The Twins. I mean. They haven't been there in a few years, but they're back. They're there pretty often. Um, and then the Astros, who've been there the last couple of years, the Indians, uh, the Red Sox, and you have the Cubs and the Nationals and the Dodgers, who basically you can pencil in. Uh, ever since the last year or so, you can pencil the Cubs in, but the Nationals and Dodgers—it's like every freaking year for the last half a decade—they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Um,
1: so basically, it's it's sixteen. It, so, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers, uh, and now for the last couple of years, the Indians, the Cubs, and the Astros, mm, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And, and then, the and Astros. then a couple of teams who, who just need to lose to the better teams because we have to have this asinine one game playoff. Right. Which is utter bullshit, but hey, whatever.
0: Right. So, uh, so as it stands right now, uh, the two American League division series are at, uh, 2-0 in the best of three, so you have the Astros up 2-0 on the Red Sox, and the Indians are up 2-0 on the Yankees, and in the National League, their division series just began uh, last night. You have the uh, Dodgers up 1-0 over the Diamondbacks, and the Cubs up 1-0 over the Nationals.
1: And and just, uh, God, I can't remember. When, what episode were we talking about where only the last four teams really matter, Tom? When was that? Oh, it
0: was uh, this one. Oh, right. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> So in about a week we'll know who those last four teams are. Maybe less than a week. Um, <laughs>
2: less in the than cases, a week. In, in the eight... cases
0: of the American League, it'll be it'll be just a few days, I think.
1: <laughs> As the Indians get ready to defend their field against the Cubs. Yeah, well, the,
0: the series. Dodgers. Yeah, the series heads back to New York in that one, and the, and uh, to Boston in the other. The Astros have yes. absolutely clubbed the Red Sox two games in a row. Um, The Indians, the Yankees, I mean, the Indians just manhandled the Yankees in the first game. But last night's five-hour, 13-inning marathon, um, the Yankees had a five-run lead at one point that they blew. Um, And then extra innings, of course, the Indians won. But um, they had a shot, at least, (laughs) yesterday. No, no,
1: Tom. Such a such a
0: goddamn homer. I swear to God. Oh, stop it. They, if, when you you're up five runs, no, you have a shot. Right. When you're up yes. five runs in the seventh, you have a shot. OK. Right.
1: But after that, you don't. And I mean permanently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I, it hurt them. That one game playoff hurt them because their starter only lasted a third of an inning. And they had to use the entire bullpen basically. To oh, finish no, that, that game wasn't, wasn't going to
1: happen anyway, because the Yankees have been known for their amazing pitching staff this year.
0: Hey, Luis Severino has been very good, and so has Sabathia.
1: Yeah, well, 2008 is a hell of a year, so let's move on.
0: Anyway, anyway, so that's where we're at in the playoffs. We've had some amazing performances already. Jay Bruce came out of nowhere and has been crushing the ball for Cleveland. Um, He's been responsible for almost every run scored or RBI that they've had in these two games. And, um, the, as I said, the Astros have just been, uh, hitting home runs left and right off Red Sox pitching. Oh, I I think it's, it's, there's really, even if these series go five games, there's no way that Cleveland and Houston are not going to play each other for the, for the pennant. There just isn't, there's, there are, light years better than the other two teams.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I have no, I, I wish I could tell you I had an argument. I don't
0: <laughs> No. No, they're just, I mean, it's, it's really kind of unbelievable to watch. Um, I mean, the Astros, The those kids are just world beaters like Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve, Bregman, like they've got, they've just got a lineup that is stacked. Any one of those guys can beat you. And, and the Indians don't have, the same kind of power that the Astros have, but they play excellent defense and they do have guys that, I mean, Francisco Lindor hit 30 home runs this year as a shortstop. So they do have power. Not as much as Houston does. That's, that's going to be interesting to watch. And on the national league side, it's going to be the Dodgers and nationals yawn again. And Clayton Kershaw will probably choke in the NLCS again. And maybe the nationals go to the world series. Maybe. Oh. I mean, it could be the Cubs. The Cubs it's are gonna, very good. And it's going to be the Cubs. For TV, it'll probably be the Cubs. Like, like if you have any theory that, that things might be rigged for TV ratings, it'll be the Cubs.
1: It's not rigged. It's just those are the best teams. Like the, Cubs, like- the Cubs
0: and the Indians like, are the Cubs and the Indians now the Cavs and Warriors? Yes. Is that what this is? Yes. So that we're going to see exactly them play each is. other again in the World Series? And then of maybe, course. maybe this time Cleveland wins and s- finishes their drought. Just like how Cleveland won in the middle
1: of with the Warriors. Yeah. yeah. With the Warriors. Yeah. So. I, it's not a conspiracy when they're the, just happen to be the best goddamn teams. That's, I don't know.
0: Houston is really good. I wouldn't be shocked if Houston went to the world series.
1: Houston is really good, but Cleveland is a, is a pitcher's park and um, the Astros don't have pitching in Ash, in the Astros um, park.
0: Well, the Astros park is a bandbox.
1: Right, like, exactly. Like that. That's my but point.
0: They do have Justin Verlander and Dallas Keuchel who are not exactly slouches.
1: Pretty sure that's a racial slur. Let's move on. You
0: know <laughs> <laughs> I think that every time someone says his name too. All
1: right then. I'm not alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not alone. You're not alone, but that is his name. Anyway, or- um, so, Justin yeah.
1: Slur. Justin Slur is going to be my um, my heel wrestling southern persona.
0: <laughs> You'll be more popular than Jerry the King Lawler.
1: Yeah, but not uh, the liberal progressive who's just doing gangbusters. <laughs>
0: That's right. You said that's an actual guy, right? Like, the progressive
1: liberals. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I, I, I gotta, I gotta send you that story. It's hilarious. <laughs> you know where I found that story, Tom? <coughs> Segway.
0: Oh, was uh, it Deadspin? It was. Is Deadspin the only website you read with any regularity?
1: The only website I care about outside of our own. <laughs> you know what? What Deadspin would quote me and actually use my goddamn name right, and then ask know, me for the story. I,
0: all right, you know what? You brought it up. Let's get into this. We talked about this on the show before. No, they didn't steal a story from you. <laughs> yes, they did. Goddamn it. No, they didn't. They used your tweet as an example <laughs> in a story they wrote, which was a shitty story, admittedly. <laughs> Like, let's not, let's not, I mean, comic book resource is not exactly a bastion of entertainment journalism on the internet, but, but this whole narrative you're trying to push,
1: stealing stories from you. I'm not saying they're stealing my story. No,
0: that is literally what you texted me yesterday. That is, I'm not, I'm not paraphrasing. That is literally what you texted me.
1: What I'm saying is- don't listen to what I'd say, <laughs> Yeah, listen to what's yeah. in my heart. Right,
0: right, exactly. <laughs> he just Some doesn't my, say the it the right words.
1: way. Yeah, I, I, listen, sometimes I model my own words while I'm making them up. Um,
0: <laughs> sometimes my words betray what I'm actually thinking, even though <laughs> even though I don't say,
1: intend for that to happen. Deadspin would not do this to me, is what I'm saying. Let's get back to what matters.
0: All right, so what matters is the thing that we... we, we We didn't want to talk about because Rick thought it might be might jinx it, but we kind of have to now because um, the UCF Knights are ranked 25th in the nation in uh, both the AP and coaches polls. And in the dead spin poll, the what they call the poll only poll that matters, uh, they are number one for the Was it the third year in a row?
1: (laughs) Third year in a row. Yeah.
0: So. They, it's, the past two years, it's been kind of a joke because three years ago, the first time it happened, they were 0-12 that year. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just the fans at Deadspin being fuckedards, <laughs> <laughs> And then last year, they expected them to do poorly because they had no wins the year before and a brand new coach, and um, they went to a bowl game last year. Uh, <laughs> so now Deadspin when, releases uh... the results of the poll and <laughs> with the headline, Fuck you guys. Central Florida may actually be good now.
1: And thank you, Deadspin. And also that wasn't a bowl game. I was there. That was a waste of time. It was.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was what is technically known as a bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> I would call it a pity fuck, but it was technically a bowl game.
1: Listen, I still got my dick wet. So that's that what game, that exactly
0: that game. That game was created as the UCF pity fuck. That was what that was. <laughs> like it was created. It's here in Orlando every year. It was created for, like, the bottom-tier American Conference team to play in. So it was basically like, look, if UCF manages to win six games and nobody else wants them, they get to play an extra home game. Here you <laughs> go, guys.
1: And then lose to that's a— That's all that was, was—
0: Well, last year, yeah. Lose they, to they a lose potentially
1: to? Division II school, but hey, that's fine. Who did
0: they lose to last year?
1: Oh, God, I can't remember. It was—oh, no, it was— um, I only remember them— because my buddy uh, uh, Damien, who's an actual full-blooded Native American, used to play as this college in NCAA football because they were one of the last teams to be known as the Indians. Oh, my. And I can't remember the name. Arkansas of the sp- State. That's it. Arkansas State Red Wolves. Yeah, they used to be the Indians. And Damien would play as them because he thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> nice. and then when I saw we were playing Arkansas state, I called Damien and I'm like, Hey, you made it to a bowl game. And he, he said, what the hell are you talking
0: about? <laughs> they were the Indians until 2008.
1: Yeah, there you go. So,
0: all right. So, anyway. so UCF was named number one in the dead spin, meaningless poll, but the fact that we have to talk about it, it right now are it number they're in the top 10 in the country, not only in points scored per game, but in fewest points allowed per game. Yeah,
1: the um, defense is insane. It
0: has been playing very well. Um, they're 3-0 and right now. They beat, uh, they had upset wins against Memphis and Maryland and, uh, and rolled Florida International in the first game of the year. Um, they lost a game that they were supposed to play against Georgia Tech, wiped from the schedule because of Hurricane Irma, and have to replace it with a game against Division Double AA, no matter what anyone says. I'm not calling it FCS. It's 1 AA, <laughs> goddammit. uh austin p so that's not going to help them any in the polls but they're getting a lot of attention right now because they are dominating everyone
1: here's here's the thing whether or not they beat austin p or anyone else none of that really matters the only thing that's going to matter is if they beat usf and win the american if they do that and they run the table no losses they could I'm not saying they will. I'm not saying it's likely. In fact, if I had to, I would say it's probably 70-30 against. But if they do all of that, they could go to the playoff.
0: They're not going to the playoff.
1: I, they're I not
0: going to the – the committee's not picking them for the four-game playoff. I'm not,
1: I'm not telling you that it's likely. I'm saying in every realistic opportunity, it's not going to happen. You have to win out, Period. And you also
0: have to be in a Power Five conference, which they are not.
1: If there are enough boss teams, UCF could get in. I'm not saying they will. I'm I'm very certain they won't. But there is the possibility. Will you give me that?
0: Ah, begrudgingly. Okay, but Uh, would you give me 25? They run. No, I would give you 15. (laughs) I'll take 15. Um, they would if they run the table, they'll be guaranteed a New Year's Day bowl game, at the very least. They'll be in a good sure. game. Um, they won't be in the playoff, but they'll be in a good game. Um, they have on paper one more test before they play USF, which is Thanksgiving weekend. It's the final regular season game. Um, and that is against Navy, who's very good this year. And that's coming up in three weeks. They've got three more games before they play Navy. They are on the road in Cincinnati this week face two and three Cincinnati. They That's should gonna win. Game. It's going to be tough. They always struggle against Cincinnati, but they should win that game. Um, They still, if they were to, if, if they, USF right now is 16 or 18, depending on what poll you're looking at in the country. They are also playing like world beaters right now. Um, They tend to get more attention than UCF does because 10 years ago, they made it to number two in the country by some fluke of voting. And it well, lasted yeah, I mean, all of a week.
1: Yeah, they proceeded to lose every game thereafter. Exactly.
0: But. Um, but they get more attention because of that. And if they both go into that game undefeated, that game will likely, it will be ostensibly the American Conference Championship. The winner will win the division and have to actually play in the title game against an inferior team from the other division. Um, but the the winner of that game should roll whoever they play in the conference title game. Granted. Anyway, um this is the first year I can remember, even in the year where Kevin Smith got Heisman votes because he was one of the best running backs in the country. Um, even the year that they won the Fiesta Bowl when Blake Bortles was the quarterback, more than either of those years, this is the year where I've seen them get more national attention than ever, really. Ever. Maybe since they hired George O'Leary because George O'Leary was such a controversial figure at the time. Um, But beyond that, ESPN usually ignores them. And Scott Frost has been interviewed. That's, you know, the UCF coach, Scott Frost has been interviewed on ESPN this week. Um, They get mentioned now on game day. And I mean, now that they're in the top 25, they actually get in that first tier of scores on the ticker on the bottom of the ESPN channel.
1: Well, I've got bad news why this is all happening, Tom.
0: Why is this happening?
1: They are talking to Scott Frost because he's going to take the job in Nebraska next year.
0: I, I hope not, but you are probably correct.
1: And so they know that Scott Frost is going to be the head coach of Nebraska, and whether or not Nebraska wins any games this year or wins any games in the, last, in the next five years, Nebraska is a traditional powerhouse school, yes. even though those don't exist anymore. They're in the Big and, Ten. Yeah, they will always get they will always get ink. They will always get pub and Scott Frost won a national championship there. So it makes sense for the, the quarterback to come home, to coach his team up yep. and that's, what's going to happen.
0: Most likely. Yes. I, if it doesn't happen next year, he is eventually going to leave. He's he's 40 years old. He's the young, hot coach. This is what happens in college football. Go to a mid major school, which UCF still is no matter what enrollment says on paper, <laughs> mid major, um you you do very well there and then you get a job at a big expensive school in a power five that's how it works college and,
2: and maybe
0: with, someday UCF will become a destination job for coaches but this is not that day
1: well that and you know he's he's putting a lot of time into the state of Florida which the uh recruiters of Nebraska will like to see because they want Florida kids to come from Florida to Nebraska. Of and course. the only way that you could get any Florida kid to go from Florida to Nebraska is to have a coach who was just there because there ain't no way in hell a Florida kid wants to go to Nebraska. Also, important side note, the Florida Gators are kind of garbage this year. The Seminoles are garbage this year. The Gators and are I, still ranked. They have won all of their games on their last day. I
0: agree. Hey, look, I agree. They are garbage, but they're ranked.
1: I mean, Florida Tom, State is
0: unranked garbage. The,
1: the Florida Gators are so bad, but they keep winning. It's like if you're in a fantasy league
0: oh. and you can't
1: score oh. 80 points in a game, and yet you still somehow win every fucking week.
0: Oh, man. you Really? You had to? I wanted to talk about Scott Frost more, but whatever. You go
1: ahead. I'm still mad. <laughs> it's not going <laughs> to stop me being angry. <laughs>
0: So I honestly thought he'd go back to Oregon last year, but they didn't even talk to him about that job. Instead, they took USF's coach away. Willie Taggart is now the coach at Oregon. Um, But yeah, I don't think there's any doubt at some point Frost goes back to Nebraska or to some other bigger school than Nebraska. Who knows? But Nebraska's home for him. So I I don't think there's anything UCF can do to keep him here. Shame, but to be expected, hires the young genius coach. (laughs) <laughs> um. all right so yes let us talk about the league of jerks fantasy football league where i so we have we have two mediocre teams we have three undefeated teams and then crap the rest of the <laughs> way <laughs> we have, so it's like half the league half the league is good to medium and the rest of the league is shit <laughs> the 10 teams.
1: Now, i i just want to point out um, We mentioned a couple of weeks ago that, um, you know, Albatross was getting beat up by just about everybody. Um, yes. our, our buddy Purple Swordfish. Go check out the Purple Swordfish show. Yeah. Um, last but, um,
0: week, he managed 98 points and still lost.
1: Right. So I'm looking at his record. He has. <laughs> so I beat him last week. Um, and and I, I was looking over the review, which Yahoo does. And it says, had the Sus Monsters played the Albatross every week, the sus monsters would be one and three, and I went ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, because your team has underperformed all year,
1: scosh. Um, but um, what it told me was that uh, unfortunately, our buddy Alex is just—he's just getting fucked. <laughs> just yeah. Well, I mean,
0: that's not—it's true of a few teams this year. Uh, I mean, our, our Ryan, who's who's the manager of the Stick Carriers, um, I, he's now lost to me twice. In fact, both of my wins this year are against him. Um, and he put up a hundred points last week and still couldn't manage to win. Um, cause I happen to have my best week of the year against him. Uh, well, I'm going to crush him this week.
1: <laughs> yeah. It looks that way. Anyway. Well, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's got a couple of really good stats, but he had Nick Falk and Nick Falk should have gotten oh, negative points for his. First God, don't even Nick Falk. He, I don't know why he's still on the roster. Because <laughs> who else is going to kick the goddamn ball Tom?
0: today? There's lots of guys. Jay Feely was a sideline reporter for that game. I bet he could still kick. you can kick just as good i i mean they're not gonna they can't get any worse (laughs) roberto guayos available bring him back why not anyway um so we've got uh the coin nearly looked like the coin was gonna pick off one of the undefeated teams last week and beat damn well should have friend squatch if if the uh chiefs had not had a fumble return for a touchdown very very late on Monday Night Football, um, the this coin would have won that game two weeks in a row. Me, this,
1: this brings has, me to uh, my to my point.
0: He has won when he has not deserved it.
1: So, our our number one team in the league is the Pocket Dogs, and they yes. are uh they are gonna win.
0: <laughs> I think so. Um, he beat he beat Chris last week. Steve Steve did beat Chris. Chris still searching for his first fantasy football win, but he. Chris's team underachieved by 31 points below projections and he lost by 30 points um so
1: so our number hold on hey i, I got a, i got a whole spiel here let me let me, oh, let, me right. let me get this on the table unfold the piece just, of paper thank you excuse me Seven. while i whip this out <laughs> oh. <laughs> um so our number 1 team has scored 429 points okay our number 2 team 387 so there's Uh like a 50 60 point difference that's that's huge Uh and then we have our four our our third undefeated team with a whopping 338 points yeah i've scored
0: 40 more points than him and i'm two and two
1: and i've scored 30 more points than him and i'm two and two and uh the coin has outscored him by seven points albatross has outscored him by two points and then the worst team in our league, 0-4, has outscored the 4-0 team by 10 points. And yeah. this is what drives me <laughs> up a goddamn wall.
0: I know. Every team in the league just seems to have their worst possible week when they play squash. Uh, uh, he, he admits there's two weeks in a row he should not have won, and he's won. So I understand uh, why you use the Gators as a segue. Uh, because so, so he's <laughs> playing <laughs> terrible football and still managing to win. Um, he's going to fall at some point. He's got you to. Would think? It. He's got you can't you can't live like this forever.
1: <laughs> he's up on he's up on the albatross right now. Like this is All that right?
0: guy this is that guy who like he lost 35 pounds eating nothing but Oreos. Like at <laughs> some point asshole. at yeah. some point the other shoe is going to drop here. And like you may lose weight but you're going to get diabetes. Like it's, something's going to happen. It has to. There's gotta be to. justice in the universe. The law of averages has to at least come into play here um but for now um squatch is still undefeated i who is he playing this week uh he's he's playing
1: albatross and right now albatross alex is scheduled to win but you know yeah but not by much it's an 87 85 game um going for albatross is uh he's got cam newton going this week but more importantly um uh, Squatch underperformed at running back and overperformed by about 5 points, uh, 0.5 points, pardon me, maybe one whole point for wide receiver. Unfortunately for the Albatross and for reasons known only to Alex, um, he has New England's defense, which no one should have. Yeah. So, and then he didn't start Deshaun Jackson, which I don't understand because everyone should start whoever yeah, but they Deshaun have against Jackson. New England's defense.
0: Yeah, that's true. But Deshaun Jackson didn't have a great he hasn't what are you talking about he scored 10 points oh he didn't score any touch. he hasn't scored any touches. 100 yards is still pretty good tom eh. anyway yeah, you don't know nothing he actually made it a point to pick up new england's defense off the waiver wire this week yeah i i, like, I, I
1: think he
0: i think he thinks the bucks are just that bad
1: well i wouldn't or he was disagree. thinking Jameis
0: winston would throw three more interceptions this week i don't know
1: Again, I wouldn't disagree.
0: <laughs> well, That's it didn't weird. happen. Winston threw no interceptions, and if it, their kicker hadn't left nine points on the field, they'd have won that game.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it's the kicker's fault that they couldn't score from the three-yard line, right?
0: I No, I didn't say that, but, you know, you're supposed to hit your field goals.
1: So the 56-yarder at the end of the half? That one, all
0: right, acted- no, he shouldn't have hit that one, but even six points, then they win 20-19. to 19.
1: See? See how quickly it changes, Tom? Oh, F you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you catch Tom Brady having an off game, win. Like it, Okay. Just, All
1: right, that yeah. Okay. Like, I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
0: Like it, the, the Patriots offense had a pretty bad night. Brady was on his ass most of the night because the line just could not block for him. And they still couldn't manage to pull out a win.
2: Anyway,
1: we Pitcher. will see what happens. Bitter party of one. Your table is waiting.
0: Oh, yeah. You haven't just spent the last 20 minutes complaining about your fantasy team.
1: Well, you know what? It's not like <laughs> I can lose the Vikings, Tom.
0: <laughs> well, you could. You would just be disappointed all the time.
1: Yes, the Vikings, which are now officially cursed forever.
0: Yeah, their running backs certainly are. Or Dalvin Cook.
1: Or Dalvin Cook.
0: He had such a good rookie year going, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know this well, maybe because
0: he, he was on my fantasy
1: team. Well, maybe he could go. Hey, by the way, I had Dalvin Cook on one of my other teams, and the note on the ESPN ticker of the other fantasy league that I'm in said you could go ahead and cut Dalvin Cook. <laughs> <laughs> like usually, they try to give you some kind of positive spin, <laughs> but they're like, "Nah, man, this is dead weight. Unless you're in a keeper league, screw it, it's <laughs> over."
0: Well, I get the roster alert from Yahoo that says. Jalvin Cook has been cut by 42,000 other teams. <laughs> <laughs> like, in other words, are you asleep or are you just dumb? Like, why, <laughs> why do you still have this asshole? Oh, that poor schmuck. Uh, all right, Enough, enough inside what fantasy football talk. About. <laughs> Let's move on to that other thing we always talk about.
1: DC Comics movies? Yes! Oh! Yes. We're, uh, we're a little less Hold than on, a month wait, out. Wait. Before we get into that, let me take a big hit off my inhaler.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> you okay?
1: Yeah, I gotta take another
2: one real quick. Part of the process.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> Why does it seem like you're taking hits off of a bomb?
1: um i wish it got me that high because then i could actually (laughs) discuss these topics properly no that was a preemptive thing because i know we're about to get into something that's going to make me run my head through a wall
0: so we're about a month out from the release of justice league yeah you didn't know that did you (laughs) but it's happening
1: (laughs) you were talking to the audience not me yes
0: yes i'm aware Yes, most people are not aware that it is actually coming out soon and not next year. Um and they
1: have embargoed the reviews until the day it releases. Well, of
0: course, but they did that they do that for a lot of things. Anyway, <laughs> um so apparently there's a new trailer coming uh, this weekend. Uh, by the time you hear this, it will have it will be out. Um and they've released, you know, a bunch of new character posters where they've they've basically just said eh, fuck it with this whole Unite the 7 thing. That they tried a couple of years ago. <laughs> and instead it's all in. That's that's all the new in. slogan. All in.
1: in. All uh, in.
0: Anyway, uh, they're also taking over Times Square. Um, yeah. yeah that a, worked a really well for thing. Godzilla. Oh, don't even. <laughs> you had to bring up Godzilla.
1: His tail is longer than 13 city buses. I will oh. never forget
0: that. So it's happening right now. The AT&T store in Times Square is uh, being taken over by Justice League. So there's, like, exclusive looks at some stuff from the movie. And uh, you can take pictures with the Batmobile. And there's life-like statues of the characters and video footage. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, a meet and greet with Jeff Johns and Jim Lee.
1: Uh, Who are those guys?
0: Yeah, well. What do they those were, guys
1: have to do with movies?
0: They were relevant to comics at one time.
1: They're still well, they're doing the Justice relevant. League
0: comic book. <laughs> Jeff Johns is, you know, he's the, the Kevin Feige
1: of DC movies. He Well, he is now. Unfortunately, he wasn't to begin with. No,
0: no. Let's not. Don't even get me started. It is not unfortunate that he wasn't to begin with. Okay?
1: I think it is. Because fuck that thing.
0: guy and the way he pissed all over the Green Lantern movie. Don't even.
1: Well, OK, fine. The Green Lantern movie was not good. Everyone knows. I And he, I it, he was the it. one that screwed it up. Fair. Not not arguing. However, he's done an incredible job with the anime, with the anime, yeah, I'm sorry, with the uh, with the television universe. Yeah.
0: Huh? Uh, huh? OK, I, it's OK. All
1: right. And okay. had they he, do a good job
0: he... of connecting it. I'll say that.
1: All right. Is it really so much better or worse, I should say, than, than the Zack Snyder-verse of muted tones? and?
0: Oh, look, I'm not arguing that it is, it is better or worse. I'm just saying it's not outstanding. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
1: Is this what it's like when you try and talk to me about, like, you know, things that I'm not happy about? Where I'm just always, you know, like, I will fight you tooth and nail for just... A moment of clarity where you finally admit, just for a second, yeah, I guess it's not that bad. But everything before then.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is exactly what it is like for me on the other end of this.
1: Okay. All right. Fine. So you could go meet Jeffy Johns and and Jim Lee. And if you do meet Jim Lee, bring him Mm -hmm. a copy of a comic book called Divine Right. And uh, he will be very happy that you did that. Uh, and then you won't be able to talk to him, but the guy that you're asking to hold the comic for you will, and then you'll never get to talk to Jim Lee, even though you bought his goddamn comic and read it. I'm not still mad about that. Travis! Anyway.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, So, really, the reason why we're talking about this is Justice League comes out November 17th, uh, which is after the th- new Thor movie. Um, Around, and- yeah. This is DC's, like, A, it's a follow-up to their hugely successful Wonder Woman. Yes. They should be trying to build off of that success, no?
1: Well, unless she's not featured prominently. <laughs> well, she's featured
0: prominently in all the marketing. <laughs> she's in the dead center of every team photo.
1: Um,
0: it's also, like, their huge tent pole. Like, this is their Avengers. This is yeah. this is like this supposed is it, to bring what, it all together and spin out everything for. else. Like this yeah. is what they've been pushing to, and we're not getting like we're not seeing the trailer constantly on television. Now, granted, we might see this new one a lot over the next month. I don't know, um, but I mean, yes, the toys are in the stores, but there's nobody's buying them. Um, at least it doesn't. Why look would like
1: they? What what? What's the positive of buying them? I, I care know. more about getting that that cool Scottish guy from the Wonder Woman movie action figure. I'd much rather have him. That does not that exist. I, I, I'm just saying. I'd rather have, he's. Well, he was I, mean, a good there, I mean, there are
0: kids who want you know a Batman mask that makes them sound like Batman or Superman sword. Whoa! whoa. I still don't understand. Man, it's not in this movie. Dude, his freaking shield is on every poster. Like you don't see him in the photos, but his freaking shield is on. Do you think, do you think they're, the just gonna,
1: they're just going to they're just going to spoil Superman? Like they're going to have the long hair and the mustache. You think that's going to happen in this in this yeah, trailer?
0: Yeah, I absolutely. In the in the trailer? Yeah. And eh, maybe. <laughs> they might they might <laughs> just be like, think, "Look, they put, like it, if this is going to make you come see the movie here, fine."
1: Like, <laughs> like, they're looking around going, "I just just fucking just <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, we have we have we have a toddler sighting.
1: No, that's that's fine. his excitement about this movie is probably the only way that they're gonna recruit funny. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? That is the that is the glee of a child unspoiled by a lifetime of hating DC comics.
2: Watch, watch, watch,
0: what say hi, Uncle Rick.
1: <laughs> hi. Hi, Hey, there we go. The only time he's ever to actually talked to me. <laughs> Nikki, do you like Superman? Do you like Superman?
0: Klingons. He's saying crayons.
1: Oh, I thought yeah, I Clingons, you were saying is far more important. If somebody asked if, he, if I actually asked him that he likes Superman and he said Klingons in return, I, I'd be far more impressed.
0: <laughs> he said but, crayons, not Klingons, but it's close. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to believe what I want to believe. <laughs> no, he's really into Batman because Batman is on his milk cup, and he's really into Spider-Man because Spider-Man is on his yogurt pouches. So <laughs> it's the extent of his... Uh, uh, uh-oh. Hold on. Okay. He just mashed the keyboard and I stopped the recording.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like a cat.
2: <laughs> okay, we're back you, up and you running. minutes even recognize that. Back up and running. All right, re- restart us then.
0: So, does anyone care about this movie?
2: Um,
1: I mean, you know, people who want to make money care. I can tell you, I was just at uh, Coliseum last night. To okay. Pick up my books. Yes. And uh, run into one of my <clears throat> one of my buddies uh, from the the WWE. I was dropping stuff off for him, and we caught up for a minute. Um. Did you know that the big banner inside Coliseum of Comics, the big promotional thing that they're promoting in their window, and probably the biggest comic book store in the Orlando area, the, the, in terms of size? Yeah. Uh-huh. Does that sound
0: right? Yeah, yeah? I would say so.
1: Um, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm.
0: Really? Really? Yeah. Well, Stranger Things comes out before Justice League does. Right, behind.
1: but this is also in a mall that has a movie theater directly above it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah. that I mean it tells you something. There is there is a complete lack of enthusiasm for this movie um from not just the mainstream but the fan community. Like it's I've I have I have never seen a fan base abandon a movie like this before well, it comes w- out. Like cuz there are I mean as, as reviled as Batman versus Superman is by many, it does have its supporters. It does have people who like it. There are people who love Man of Steel. Um, and there are people who really loved Wonder Woman. We're among those. Uh, sure. But there is just a distinct lack of excitement for this movie, which has all of that
1: in it. So, if you go out with somebody, on a date or you know, you're dating them. And the first time you guys go out, it ends shittily. But maybe it was just bad timing, right? Maybe you didn't like the the world at that time and she wasn't in the right mindset or he didn't have a, a great appreciation for your knowledge base or whatever. So a couple of years later, you guys meet back up on like Tinder or OKCupid or something. And you go back out and you go out and you realize, you know what? Yeah, the, It's not that we don't mesh, it's that this guy's an asshole, or that this chick just doesn't, she's not into me, and this isn't working. So a couple years go by, and you're on OkCupid, or you're just out at a bar, or wherever it is, and you see that person again, and you think to yourself, no, not a third time. I'm just not going to do this. I'm I'm just not going to do this. I think we're at that third time with these movies, Tom. And I hate to say it. Well, no, I don't hate to say it because I've been crowing about it for four fucking years, but this is what was going to happen.
0: Maybe, maybe I think for for most fans that's probably the case. I I still think the the lack of support from the people who actually like these movies though is weird. Because there are people who who want to see this and and who are fine with the this universe and this Series of movies, but I don't hear anything. I don't see anything from them online. Just like, bleh. like they just ignore it. Like there's no reaction at all. Not even negative reaction. Now
1: it's just well, like no one cares. But again, like what do you, what do you want? What do you want from them? What are you trying to garner from them?
0: I it's it's sad to me that this is the state we're in now. We have these great characters, and Warner Brothers has beaten this universe very quickly to a point where everyone is cautiously pessimistic about their movies coming out and there is little to no excitement publicly about it. Um that's
1: really sad. I would agree with that. That's a pretty fair take that like I'm saying like you know fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you never going to fool me again, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, like, I get it. And, and and you know, whereas one would think Wonder Woman would have won them back some goodwill, people are still very, like, you know, they're like, well, it's still Zack Snyder. It's still, you know, a little dark and washed out and and not. I mean, it's very much not Wonder Woman. Right. Like, Wonder Woman is the outlier among these, this series of movies so far in that it looks different from the others and it is different from the others and I guess people are worried that this one will be back to the norm not the second movie in a new trend
1: and I think they have every reason to be upset and I, I wonder now about the Aquaman movie um, will yeah. that <clears throat> will that help or will that be the last coffin nail
0: well that's the I, thing if Justice League is a bomb which it's not going to be a bomb because even Batman v Superman got close to a billion dollars worldwide like these characters will carry the movie at the box office but if it's a critical bomb or if it's a fan bomb um, yeah I mean Aquaman may come out to basically being
1: ignored and and the one thing that we're sort of glossing over with all this the last couple of weeks on this show we've been talking about how the the dceu is already saying well we're probably going to have movies that don't partake in this particular canon but it's they're just going to be movies and it's going to be fun to watch and you're going to go watch them anyway and that's going to be great and i sort of said at that point in time doesn't that give you a bad feeling about justice league maybe being a pile of crap
0: and I would say no, it doesn't to me, at least. Um, well, with
1: this new revelation that we're three weeks out, and oh, right, I forgot. I mean, Four weeks uh, out.
2: It,
0: I don't think it's a lack of support by the by the studio because, like, if you go to the store, there's, I mean, there are ju- Justice League is on soda cans. It's on like they they're paying money, to licensed product. There's Justice League everything. In the store, just like you would a summer tent bowl, but it's, you just don't see kids wearing the backpacks. You don't see kids playing with the toys. You don't see people talking about it a ton online. Like it's, there's just not the buzz. Like the, the studio is spending the money, but the buzz is not there.
1: Well, I, I think that's because they are going up against what is being, you know, looked at as one of the coolest concept movies Anyone has ever seen in terms of at least marketing and packaging, in so much as uh, the Thor movie, Ragnarok, it looks like you know they tapped into the Stranger Things um, retro '80s uh, neon violet colors, and you know in the movie, the preview even starts as, "My name's Thor, and this is how I got here." You know, it's one of those jokes. It's so good the marketing and the and the scripting for this. And then you look over at the Justice League, and I'm supposed to be excited about what? I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's going on. They didn't even explain who the villain is. In, in Thor Ragnarok, I see that Hela has come to uh, uh, their home, whose name I can't remember suddenly. Um, thank you. And is clearly wrecking shop. It's really easy. Like, you watch the Thor movie, and at the end of the, ve- the last part of the preview doors all jazzed up with electricity and she's like what are you the god of anyway and he's like electricity boom and you're you're excited
0: i mean you're not wrong there part of it is they're using a villain in justice league that most people have never heard of right um right. there it has basically no connection to batman v superman because the only scene we saw him in was cut from the movie and right. you only see it on the ultimate edition dvd um And it's, he's so much motion capture that there was probably nothing done, no footage complete of him when they released the first trailer. So, yeah. <laughs> You've pretty much got a sizzle reel of guys looking like borrowed tropes from Marvel movies. <laughs> like, I this the way this whole thing's been handled has been a misfire from day one on the part of Warner Brothers it's, it's i mean it's well documented we've talked about it a lot um i guess i guess what it comes down to for me is i'm just sad i hoped that one when we got a justice league movie that there would be the kind of excitement for it that we had for avengers because justice league Is way more well known than the Avengers. The individual heroes that are in Justice League are, with the exception of Cyborg, way more well known in the mainstream than most of the Avengers. But for some reason, a lot of reasons, (laughs) they're just it. People just, just don't care. It's being met with a yawn. Well, maybe and, that'll and, change in the next four weeks. I don't know. Maybe it'll change to tomorrow. But yeah, this new trailer could also, be awesome. I don't know.
1: There's also one thing that you're not you're 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 forgetting about, and it sort of bleeds into our next story, but only a little bit, and I'll explain. Um, right. So the build to Justice League has been very snore because we haven't seen it a lot. But also in that time, from essentially you know June to now where they would start really churning out the, it's coming, you know, like the big stuff. We've had three natural disasters. We're about to have a fourth one, possibly hitting New Orleans in the next like two hours, two days rather, pardon me. We've had um, a a horrifying uh, massacre on our hands. We have a country that is sort of really wondering what's going on with its leadership. And all of that is really dominating Everything. It's not even dominating just the front page. We spent the last two weeks of our show having political discourse at the very beginning of it because it somehow bled even into sports. And I think the country is not interested in a movie like Justice League, and maybe that's part of the reason why we're not seeing a lot of push for it, because we are dealing with some serious bullshit right now.
0: Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. <clears throat> this could be one of those situations where we're just too busy. And, and I mean, current events are bleeding even further now into the pop culture. We've got what looks like Marvel and Netflix delaying the premiere of The Punisher because of the shooting in Las Vegas. Right. Um, they had never really announced a release date. It was assumed it was going to be in November. Um, the pilot was supposed to premiere at New York Comic Con this week. And that got uh, canceled because the Punisher is a guy who walks around with automatic weapons and kills people. Bad kind people. of a sensitive bad issue. People. Bad yes, people. bad people, but still yes. kind of a sensitive topic right now Certainly. for a lot of reasons. Um, People, I guess, you know, I, I, I mean, yeah, maybe people aren't emotionally ready to watch a fictionalized version of Instead of because it's been so recent that like a real guy did that to a bunch of innocent people. um. I don't know when we're going to see it. We're going to see it. It's just, it's not going to be in November. Like most people assumed it's probably going to be closer to the end of the year.
1: Um, I I still think that they, I think that they can drop it in November because, and I hate this is going to be really brutal, but it's going to be honest. By November, we'll have moved on to three or four more tragedies that probably aren't going to be assault rifle related.
0: You know, <laughs> I hate to say it, but you might be right. Um, <laughs> and, and I mean, Netflix was trying to, like, they had marked out the release date on the posters. They were trying surprise, to make it a yeah. surprise, like an album drop, where it's like you wake up one morning and, oh, Punisher's on Netflix. They still could do that because, I mean, this, in that this plays right into their hands in that respect. Because now, we don't know when we're going to release it. Well, now, whenever they drop it, people are going to be, the people that want to see it are going to be excited about it. Um, I have heard it is very good, if that means anything. Um, apparently, Howard Stern, of all people, got an advanced copy of the whole season. and uh, He said it's fantastic. For what that's worth. Um, you know, and he's a big comic book fan. It's true, it's uh, true. I don't know. You know, it's this is one of those like was it the right decision? Eh, canceling the premiere probably given that it was only a few days after Las Vegas. Yeah. Um pushing back the actual release I don't know. I think I you're think probably it, uh- right. I think we'll have moved on unfortunately. We will have moved on to some <sighs> other national crisis by then.
1: Or if not Uh, Humans have this remarkable ability, and I'm dealing with this quite uh, viscerally right now, that every day that you wake up when you're not dead and someone who you care about is or someone who you've known is, for whatever reason, for better or for worse, you are able to deal with it a little more each day. And by November, it will be over a month since this tragedy, since this massacre, since this whatever you want to call it, senseless act of violence by a guy who just wanted to kill himself and decided this was the most interesting way he could do it. So, by then, even if there isn't another tragedy, I think humans as a whole will have pushed Vegas so far to the back of their lizard brains that we'll just have moved on altogether. Tragically, but honestly, I just think that's what we're capable of as a species.
0: Yeah, um, I also... I think that kind of thing is easier for a lot of the people who are the audience for this too. Right. Um, You know, the uh, Punisher is not really a mainstream character. So I I don't, there are a lot of the people who I think would be like, Oh my God, it's bringing back so many horrible memories of Las Vegas are not the people who are going to be lining up to watch this the first day it comes out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe I'm just, I'm generalizing. Um, I'm well, not saying that I'm not saying that comic book fans are insensitive. I'm just saying that comic book fans see a lot of fictionalized violence, and so I think they're able, more readily able to compartmentalize.
1: I I I would agree, and I, I and for the record, I think that they did the right thing here. I just do.
0: Yeah, I, I, think, I think so, too. I don't think, I don't think it's going to hurt anybody's feelings to wait a little longer for the show.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Too bad. Unfortunate, especially for someone like myself, who has been a Punisher fan his whole life. But, you know, I could wait a couple of more weeks if it means people can, you know, deal with the reality. Like, I, you know, I'm dealing with reality. That was last right. week's topic. And
0: to be fair, but, you didn't know when you were going to get it anyway.
1: That's true. So I'm okay. And I think that Netflix and Marvel are doing the right thing here, given the circumstances. Um, I will say this though, and this is me just sort of being back to normal self. If they wait for there to be no national tragedies related to machine gun violence, we'll never get this show, but Hey, <laughs> um, uh, time, I
0: guess.
1: Huh?
0: Yeah. So we want to talk about this last thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, we can mention it briefly because I guess it, I wanted to talk about it because, uh, to quote a famous line, this is the world we live in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, uh, I am sort of the video game guy in so much as I play video games. Um, You and Chris play video games, but you have children. I have cats. They are much easier to deal with in terms of I want to play some Fallout. They usually just sit there and just sort of paw at me. Um, I don't have to worry about them needing to be um, uh, uh, cared to. So I'm excited that the new Wolfenstein game is coming out. It's from Bethesda, the same people who make a lot of video games that I play, uh, including uh, things like Witcher and Fallout and all kinds of good stuff. Wolfenstein, if you're not familiar, takes place in Castle Wolfenstein during Nazi Germany, the original game. It's the precursor to Doom, if you don't know. It's all kinds of really awesome... And the new game takes place in an alternate timeline similar to, uh, I guess, the man in the high castle where America has been overrun by the Nazis in Germany in 19. It's basically takes place in the 1960s as opposed to today. And Nazis are running the country and, uh, you know, it's alternative. So there's like cool weapons and it it sounds like an interesting game. Like you want to go kill some Nazis and save America. Right, Tom, does that sound like a fun game to you?
0: Yeah, it also sounds like the premise of
1: three of the Indiana Jones movies. You're not wrong, because, hey, <laughs> killing Nazis, that's what Americans do, right? That's that's how we do. That's what we do here, right? Um,
0: um Not anymore? I don't know.
1: So, so in order to capitalize on a very popular slogan right now, um, and something that I think Bethesda would have reasonably thought well this can't be a negative thing right they decided to promote this week with the new title dropping and the uh the preview uh, the game's gonna drop i think next week um make america nazi free again playing off of the president's make america great again line right um, and
0: and um, you know the video game where you kill nazis which most people use as a universal uh, <laughs> archetype for something bad
1: (laughs) if you need if you need a villain
0: yeah generally something most people can get behind
1: you really need to ratchet ratchet it up zombie
0: nazis
1: (laughs) usually though when you say nazi you're like oh those are the villains people got really mad when an alternate steve rogers uh declared himself for hydra saying oh how are you gonna make captain america a nazi even though hydra isn't technically nazis but you know, I, I understand people... Oh, get in the story. movies, they are. It, well, you know, in the comics, they were, but they broke away. Hydra's a different entity. It, it, anyway. As it turns out, there is a group of Americans, video game purchasers, potentially, who are unhappy with this. Saying yeah. that, <laughs> that Bethesda politicized their game and making it an, a left versus right issue, uh, I, 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 just don't know. I've I, seen
0: some of the tweets about this too, and it's like, who thought Bethesda would side with antifa and social justice warriors? And it's like, I, is is taking a stance against Nazism like a left versus right thing? <laughs> now? Like, shouldn't we all be against Nazism? Aren't we all in agreement that that's not a good thing? And, and
1: for the we record,
0: were we were at one time I thought.
1: For the record, if if you don't know what anti fa is, it, it means anti fascist. So if you're if you're anti the anti fascists, what would that make you for?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but we live in a society now where people who have some of these extreme opinions we will call them <laughs> really not afraid to let those fly. <laughs> Just not.
1: I, I don't know how this is a right wing issue at all. I mean, no I, if you ask
0: most reasonable people on the right, oh. I think they would say that it's not like right. I, most reasonable people are anti-Nazi. <laughs> that's, that's really a low bar. You know, <laughs> Like I mean, really like, <laughs> are you against the Nazis? Okay, fine. We yeah. can talk like this is now, this is now the floor. For our political discourse in this country <laughs> all right let's start on some common ground pro or against nazis what do you, how do you feel about that you, you either right.
1: say i'm against nazis and then that's the end because anything other than against <laughs> that you're gonna have to stand up no i can't talk to you bro. Yeah, right like i, I mean
0: I, look like, i have i have friends who have political views different from mine i have relatives that do I don't know any of them that are pro Nazi though. Like Or or, they're, or, they're or, may or be they may be, you know, conservative,
1: but they're not Nazis. Right. If you say, well, this is the side the Nazis are on, then most people are gonna go, not my side. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs>
0: like like what Jackass decided to say, this is now a left versus right issue. No, it's not. No, no, oh. no bro. Ah. No, this is now granted, I don't know if I agree with Bethesda. Using the same sort of tactics that that the president used to get into the White House, which is inciting anger over an issue, and using that to motivate people to buy a video game or vote but for a candidate. No. But, but, like but I, yeah, So I don't think they should have done this, but I, I don't agree with these assholes that are like, well, you've now made it a left versus right game. No!
1: No! No, no, we've made it an everyone versus Nazis game. Right? Are you right. okay with and that? This was this was something
0: not- that the entire world like fought a war about this. <laughs> it and was we, a war. like it was. This is settled. Like we, we kind of, you know, the most all, all but three countries really got involved and were like, eh, this is not a good thing. And so we had a war and a lot of people <laughs> died. And and we all settled on, eh, it's not such a good thing. We kind of that's kind of where we left it.
1: I thought. <laughs> I. I know this isn't the great. This is maybe like I want to say a, a number as low as maybe ten percent of the right. I don't even know if
0: it's that of, high.
1: Maybe you're right, and ma- and maybe it's just some really nutbag conservative people. It really, really, really is. Crazy.
0: They're just really vocal. You know, right. and the extreme on both sides tends to be the most vocal, no matter what.
1: But this seemed like a pretty easy slam dunk, right?
0: <laughs> right. Like if you're the, if you're Bethesda's marketing team. Did you think you were going to get backlash over this? <laughs> like you probably thought some people would think it was in bad taste, maybe. Or,
1: or maybe you were concerned that the extreme left would be like, oh, you're taking, taking you know, Trump's slogan. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were worried about that right. happening. And I can yeah. easily see some people who are way farther on the spectrum than I am over in that direction being freaked out about that, in which I would say, listen, Joe Lieberman, it's a video game. Calm the fuck down.
0: Right. Um, like, I, Okay, I can see some of that. But did you really think people were going to be like, you're anti-Nazi, I'm not buying your game now? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God, I'm this not. This game idea. is about killing white people. Well, I mean, most games about killing human beings are about killing white people, if you think about it, because there's more white people in the world than
1: anything else, or at least in the country. Yeah, so like any, ba- any game based in World War II. Which yeah. I know there's only been like one oh, or two yeah. of those.
0: Yeah, no, so few of those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I I was I really loved this story because it was one you could actually hear the record scratch as you read like the comments. Like, whoa, but we can't even say Nazis are bad anymore? Like we just that's it? Like this is where we
0: are. This is the PC circle has closed now. It's, a, <laughs> it's, a, just you know, went, it's We went from, like, it's it was... horrible. Like, we can't, like, we can't, you know, we don't want to say anything that will offend anyone. And we go all the way around to now. We don't want to say anything that will offend people who have opinions that are completely counter to everything our society has spent the last three quarters of a century building. Yes. <laughs> like, that, now it's like, even if you're an asshole, we can't offend you.
1: Listen, I hate all people all uh, 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 that are not my race and your game makes white people look bad ergo i don't want to play your game. it's not white people it's nazis what did i say what did i say <laughs> oh, god oh,
0: this is this is why
1: i stay off twitter as much as i can <laughs> well you know it's fun <laughs> <laughs> like really it, sometimes you Sometimes you get to talk to Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder. Sometimes, you know, the (laughs) major businesses
0: retweet you. Sometimes you you get to see the horrible seedy underbelly of society.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Tom, that's a great segue. Why don't you ask me an interesting question, Tom?
0: Let's do that, Rick. What is pissing you off this week?
1: Oh, Tom, I'll tell you. Memes. Memes, Tom. Memes are pissing me off. Okay. If you're up to date with your um, political discourse, as we just had ours on this show, um, you would know that Facebook, Twitter, even fucking Instagram and goddamn Snapchat have been inundated by really, really, really hard teams, um, especially in the last, uh, well, since the about the time of the election and, and, and after. And the majority of these things are photos with some sort of Uh, dialogue on them that cannot be proven in many cases cannot be disproven whatever and then they're 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 shared by your by everybody from your you know cousins to your grandparents to your best friends and sometimes they're one version and sometimes are, but they're usually always wrong i commented last week about how i live what's pissing me off is reality and the reality is is that donald trump is the president i'm not super excited about this fact but He's the president, and for better or for worse, I want to know what he's up to. I felt the same way about every president, whether I liked them or not. I I like to know what the president is doing. Usually, what they're doing has some sort of impact on my life. I realize that's kind of a crazy thing to think, but that's just who I am. So I started um, catching up on the president's tweets, uh, just sort of finding out what the big deal was and why, you know, what he was saying. And aside from being genuinely flabbergasted that a human being thinks the way that he does, I also noticed that it's impossible to really read any comments, like any tweets underneath the president's tweeting. And do you know why, Tom? Why? It's endless bots tweeting the same 10 fucking memes every time about, you know, things as really insightful as Trump won, get over it, or something bashing Hillary, or some kind of really awkward uh, liberal tears thing. It is fucking almost November, so that means the election was about a year ago, and we're still on this shit because somebody figured out that whenever the president says something, as long as they throw their their stupid-ass bullshit underneath it, a whole bunch of mouth-breathing morons are going to retweet it and buy their mugs and— and all this other shit and that happened for the first like three months and now it's just always, it's just forever I can't read what other people are trying to say goddamn me for trying to use social media for the way it was initially intended the spreading of ideas uh, really quickly sorry, I want to know what my fellow Americans are actually thinking and saying I can't because you gotta fucking throw up a goddamn picture of Hillary Clinton getting hit in the head with a golf ball or some shit Great, you're a fucking genius, you were the first one who ever thought of it, now I get pissed off and I can't read anything more, and I gotta go read a comic book or something, traditional media, where I don't have to put up with you morons who can't just say what you want to say and have to parrot everything.
0: <laughs> you could go play Wolfenstein, that'd take your I could, mind off it. I
1: could, and I might. But like, like... <laughs> I know it's not very a a favorable thing to say, but I really like social media. and i and I understand how it works because I got in on it very early. I was talking to Neil Gaiman. I was talking to my heroes. It would be two or three word conversations, but they actually would respond to me. And that I think is really fucking cool that the whole world shrunk down to 140 characters and I could reach out to literally anyone that was on there. I started talking with pro wrestlers and I became friends with them because of it. It's so cool. And now it's just a complete fucking waste of time. And yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's the culture we live in now. No one can actually say an idea. They have to express it using a cultural reference.
1: Yes. Way to go, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, boy. So, Tom. Yes. What's pissing you off?
0: Well. I'll tell you. Okay. And you mentioned it, and it's Seth MacFarlane.
1: Aw. Oh, I'm behind on the Orville. Don't spoil things.
0: I haven't watched this week's either, okay. but um, it's it, this is directly related to the Orville. I think the Orville is fantastic. I think it's 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 Galaxy Quest basically on television. Oh, like who
1: said it, that, I did. You said it. I, I said
0: it. Yeah, oh, it. yeah. But first, you were like, oh, "This is not good." And Listen then, here,
1: comic book. Resources. And now you've
0: been now you've been uh eating crow about it. Um, but anyway, I think it's a great show, but there are times where I feel like Seth McFarlane can't get out of his own way Yeah, it ruins it. Yeah. He tries too hard to inject 21st century pop culture references into a show that takes place 500 years from now. Um, it's too, there are times where it gets to be too much like live action family guy and it doesn't need to be. It's really good on its own. Exactly. It's really good on its own. It is it's doing it's doing important sci-fi things, but it's doing them with a comedic slant. So it doesn't take itself too seriously. The cast is really good. The effects are good to where it looks like they spent some money on this show. <laughs> like I I there but he just can't get out of his own way. He has this compulsion. To like, I want to make a Beyonce reference here. Really? Do we need to? You could get a joke another way. I mean, you really want to find a laugh. He just can't, he cannot seem to get out of the Brian Griffin mode. As a performer and as a writer. Um, And so it it just, it drives me nuts because every time I watch the Orville, I'm like, this is really good. Ah, damn it.
1: Yeah, really? You I, had to do that? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you one hundred um you know my buddy jesse yeah he and i um we have our own stuff and uh one of the things that we were thinking about <laughs> you have your about, own stuff what does that I, mean i sorry i got a text all at once and now my phone's like going nuts so i'm trying to get all my thoughts to stop moving so hang on jesse and i have our own podcast we have a, yes. a wrestling related completely devoid of interest i assure you <laughs> <laughs> wow
0: it's a ringing endorsement from one of the co-hosts of the
1: show <gasps> I'm so glad you're Uh, proud of your work. I love doing that show with him when it happens. Uh, Or so I tell myself. Uh, (laughs) But he even texted literally what you're saying right now. He texted that to me. I love the Orville, but I don't need more references to Dora the Explorer. Right, right. Like you can find another way to be humorous. Or just don't. It's
0: okay. I hate to admit it, but you've kind of struck gold here. Just fucking do it. Like, <laughs> look, you keep doing the funny thing. Like, I don't—that's okay. But like, we don't need all of the pop culture references to now. Like, figure out a way where you can make reference to things from the past that will actually be around instead of dating a show where if somebody goes to watch it ten years from now, they're not going to understand anything.
1: Right. Like, if you go back and watch TNG, there's an episode that takes place on a train. And it's it's basically, um, like, uh, not Midnight Run. Oh, my God. What's Murder the, on the Orient Express? There you go. It's essentially that. Just go with that. Just assume it's it's Murder on the Orient Express. And I know they're making a new movie, but shut up. They don't reference it. It just is one of the programs on the holodeck. The first episode of the Orville, if I'm not mistaken, had essentially a World of Warcraft joke in it where there was an or, uh, an orc that the guy was fighting, right? Yes, didn't didn't say it was World of Warcraft, did he?
0: No, no. In fact, I didn't even get the joke because I don't play World of Warcraft. No,
1: well, it might not have been. But, World it, of didn't, Warcraft. It, was, but it didn't. But I didn't notice
0: orc. it. I just didn't notice it. Like it was just like, oh, that's a funny thing to say, and that was it. Yeah, there
1: you go. There you go. But, but his yeah. name was like Kevin or something, right? Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Like there are you can do things like that, but like the whole like. Like, he's got one, one episode, you come in his office, and he's got Kermit the Frog on his desk. Another episode, it's, you know, another episode, it's, like, some other reference that he makes in his office, and it's just... And he did this in his movie, too, A Million Ways to Die in the West.
1: Yeah, I watched that? part of it because of it. Because you mentioned it, I watched yeah,
0: it. It's, so, it's, a, it's a, I read the script for it before I ever saw the movie, and the script had me howling. I laughed so hard. Reading that script, I was like, I gotta see this movie. It comes out and the critics hate it and it makes no money. And I'm like, what happened? So I watched it. Seth happened. Seth yeah. happened. He cannot, he has one speed as a performer, and that is guy from the 21st century in X setting. So he's a 21st century guy in the old West, he's a 21st century guy in the future. And I get it that Mel Brooks did that in like Blazing Saddles a little bit and he did it in, you know, History of the World, Um, but the sensibilities were modern day, but the the references and the performance weren't really there. Or if they were, they were sprinkled around like seasoning and they weren't the main course.
1: Right. And if you watch
0: Blazing Saddles, like, okay, there's the sheriff, the, 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 uh, oh, so Bart, when Bart is, is working on the railroad and the the master, you know, the boss says, let me hear one of those, you know, N-word spiritual songs that you guys sing. And Cleavon Little gets up and sings the first few bars of Ain't That a Kick in the Head. Yeah. Which, you know, like, that's hilarious. And that's modern day. Like, it's way out of place in the Old West. But that's it. Like, you don't, there's there's no, like, other references are not that culturally significant to the mo- the time the movie was made in,
1: and nobody re- and nobody recognizes it. Nobody, right. nobody, nobody agrees with it. Right, nobody and the needs-
0: other characters don't like get involved. Like the thing right. that really upset me was like the episode where uh, Bordas quotes a great author from his planet, and then mm-hmm. then uh, Kelly, the first officer, Seth's character's ex wife, she quotes a line from a Destiny's Child song. And it's like, all right, well, it's one thing if, like, Seth's character is the guy that does that stuff. But, but everybody now can. everybody's yeah. doing it now. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's, that's weird. And then he plays off a bit, like, with a family guy type joke where he says, who, who wrote that? And he says, I think it was, like, 15 different people. All right, well, you wouldn't know that 500 years from now. Like, that's a family guy joke.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I think So I mean, is... I love the show, but there are just yeah. things
0: about it that just piss me off so much.
1: Yeah. And you wouldn't be pissed off if you didn't like it so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. If I didn't enjoy it and I just thought it overall sucked, I would just stop watching it and be oh well, that was that. But I yep. like it. I think it's a good show. I just think he can't he, he can't get out of his own way sometimes. Okay. Rick,
1: what did you learn this week? I actually learned something really cool this week. Really, Uh really cool. Something I already did know, but um, I I learned a couple of things all wrapped up in one, and then the world learned it, too, and that was cool as hell. Did you put Mentos in Diet Coke? Man, shut up about that. It happened once, and that was college. We've been over this. Anyway, (laughs) I learned a few things. So here we go. I learned that it was the uh, anniversary of the class of 1967, for Syracuse University because my dad is currently up there right now having their um, 50th fiftieth 50th? Yeah,
0: 50th yeah. reunion. 50th reunion. That's cool. Uh,
1: yeah, I learned that my old man, he's, he's posting photos from Syracuse right now. Uh, I'm probably going to steal this one where you can see him front and center holding the big banner that says Class of 67. I'll put that on our Twitter page. Um, I learned that they, they're doing it big for the Class of 67, which makes sense. It's a 50th anniversary. It's kind of awesome. There's photos that my old man's posting um, from him with his old dorm mate, uh, Floyd Little, who you may know and may not know, uh, is an old friend of my dad's. And if you're not aware, Floyd Little is one of the all-time greatest running backs in the history of ever.
0: <laughs> yes? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know.
1: Screw you. He was. He, he okay, was I he- believe you. I'm just not
0: aware of him. That's all.
1: Yeah, Floyd Little. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. So I learned that Floyd still knows my dad, which is kind of really cool, and that they take you know, he he was happy to see my old man, and they were, you know, they were living they basically were in the same dorm together, which I did know, but now I know all of this because my dad is able to post it on Facebook. And this sort of ties back into what I was just talking about, about when it works, social media is pretty goddamn cool. Yes. So.
0: Oh, there you go. Floyd Little. The first ever first round pick to sign with the Denver Broncos where he was known as the franchise,
1: the Denver Broncos college football
0: (laughs) hall of fame in 1983 pro hall of fame, 2010 sixth player chosen in the first ever AFL NFL draft. That's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. And here's a great story real quick. And I'll let you get to yours, and We can wrap up. I know we've gone long today, but um so my dad has this great story about floyd and him they're playing a pickup intramural basketball right they're they, they need to the win to get the championship whatever so my dad if floyd gets fouled they're down two okay my dad looks at floyd he goes okay sink the first one and then throw the other one off the backboard and one of us will rebound it and we'll sink it and we'll win the game and we'll go you know get some beers or something and floyd says all right ed you got it so he goes to the line sinks the first one no problem Dribbles a couple of times, takes a look at the shot, and sinks the second one. They lose the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, how'd they, if they were down two, and he Cause, see, cause he the tied it. Oh, the other team got the, got other, the ball yeah, and scored? The, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> Great story. Uncoachable.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Tom. That or he's just so good he didn't know how to miss.
1: Well, that was sort of the thing. He was so good he didn't know. It. He just threw it in. What do you mean like, miss? Like how I don't do you, get it. How do you miss? Yeah, You're telling Jim Brown not to run, like right. telling Floyd Little to miss. That's not possible. That's Tom. pretty
0: funny. Yes.
1: Aside from learning who Floyd Little is, yeah. What else did you learn this week?
0: Um, I learned that uh, the Midwest. Just now got 1999.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, sir, uh, like some sort of electricity. <laughs> no,
0: no. So I travel, as I mentioned earlier, I traveled to Indianapolis this week and I learned a couple things while I was there. A, um, not much to do in Indianapolis besides eat. Um, a lot of restaurants in Indianapolis. I mean, they have a couple, of, like, apparently their zoo is really good and their children's museum and there's a college athletics museum. Is company. the zoo
1: also the children's museum?
0: No. Um, no. The NCAA headquarters is there, which you know surprisingly few armed guards for the headquarters <laughs> of a cartel. <laughs> like, like you would think, like Pablo Escobar had shit tons of guards, and and he had a small cartel compared to the NCAA. Anyway, um, uh, you know, they, I mean, there, there's there are some nice things there, but everything to do is within like one and a half square miles. But there's a mall in downtown that's actually connected to. Uh, the convention center and several of the hotels, including the one where I stayed a yes. They still have a functioning mall. <laughs> B it's busy. People what? still go to the mall in the Midwest, oh oh at least in God. Indianapolis. Um, And like, they have like stores that are open, like real chains. Not like, not like mom and pop things with a, you know, $50 banner hanging over the door that are going to be a different store next week. Like, you know, other failing malls the rest of the country.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about. No, no.
0: Of course not. <laughs> um, but yeah. So there's that and like I like I
1: noticed like
0: All right. Uh, how do I put this delicately?
1: Uh-oh. Um The views of Tom Alexander do not <laughs> represent those of those two jerks entirely.
0: The country has an obesity problem, right?
1: Oh. Oh, Really, we're you and I are gonna point that
0: out. Well, no. Here is why. Here is why I realized this. Because look, I am not exactly the paragon of healthful uh, body types. <laughs> we you. only
1: have one of those on this show, and he isn't here.
0: Yeah, true. Um, but I'm walking around Indianapolis in the mall, and there are people looking at me, and I'm like, my zipper down. Like, do I have a sweat stain somewhere? No, nothing like that. And I just looked around and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like attractive for Indianapolis.
1: (laughs) You're Indianapolis hot.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Like you've heard of like that objectification scale of women like she's a Vegas eight, but like a a New York five like that or Vegas eight, which would be like a 10 somewhere else. That kind of thing. Sure. I guess I'm like an Indianapolis seven. I don't know
1: by the way indianapolis 7 is the name of my uh shock culture <laughs> band nice i like thank it thank you
0: but well, yeah uh it was it was strange and also they lots of oh they also have a stand in the mall where you can get corn in a cup <laughs> i'm not even kidding about that
1: what's funny about corn is it's completely insoluble to humans <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it has no nutritional value
1: it was right out just like a minute
0: <laughs> exactly So yes, that is what I learned this week. And I, 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 Indianapolis is a wonderful city, and everyone there was very nice. But I just was a bit of culture shock. Oh, okay, Rick. If uh, people want to find us on the Twitter, how can they do that?
1: Uh, They could find us at those two jerks. Please make sure to spell out T W O. You could take part in what is becoming sort of a growing community of people calling me an asshole, which is fine.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm glad it's more than just me now.
1: Well, I mean, uh, shout out to um, uh, Quack and Mike, and uh, let's see who else was uh, making fun of me this week. There, uh, there was Mighty Ox was doing it too. He's he's a buddy, so glad to see that I uh, I'm able to make him feel better than me too. Uh, let's see, going down the list of people who correspond with me on Twitter at those two jerks. Uh, I tell you what, if, if you want, you can you can correspond with me at those two jerks as well, and and I'll make sure to tell the world on our uh, on our show about how much you uh, made me feel bad about myself. So uh, congratulations to all those who played this week's game. Nice.
0: You can also email us if you want those two jerks at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash those two jerks. Make sure to like our page. You'll keep on top of every new episode release the day it happens and, uh, other and sports news. As we see fit to post, um, you have, Something you want to tell us? Something funny? You want to have a complaint? You want to argue? uh, You just want to generally bitch? You can call us and leave a voicemail. Three two one seven six jerks, J E R K S. Three two one seventy six jerks. I promise, no human being will answer the phone. It's just a recording.
1: That just sounds. It sounds like we should have our own chant. Like J E R K. (laughs) It's like jets longer and yes and less useful
0: <laughs> they also mean the same thing Oh, oh. Well, well. <laughs> alright you can find all that information and more those two jerks dot so for the sussman Rick Sussman I am the I'm Alexander and <laughs> till I lose enough weight to be an Orlando 7 <laughs> We will and remain find
1: a time machine and not be <laughs> 35 anymore.
0: This is this is why it's one of those indefinite things that won't happen. <laughs> we will remain those two jokes. See you next time.